Welcome to Tender Vinny Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in the book of Joshua. We're going to be talking about the fall of Jericho. Okay? So, the way we're going to go about getting into Jericho is understanding how deliverance happens. Okay? How deliverance happens. And how we get delivered. In the deconstruction of the Jericho in us. Alright? So let's start off. It says, now, in, in uh, Jericho, I mean Jericho, in Joshua 6 and 1, and it starts out. Now Jericho was shut up inside and out. Because of the people of Israel. People of Israel was coming. So they closed the doors. Nobody can get in. Nobody can get out. Okay. Right? And then it says, none went out and none came in. This is very important to understand about yourself. When we are in, when we are dealing with people and we are talking to folks, trying to bring them to Christ. They don't let you in. Mm. And they won't let nothing get out either. Hmm. Yeah. It's like a stone wall. Mm -hmm. And you're going to run into people like that. Right? Mm -hmm. And the Lord will show you what to do to break down the walls of Jericho. Two says, and the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hands and its king and mighty men of valor. When you are talking to somebody in Christ, and when you are in Christ and you're trying to talk to somebody and you're bringing them to Christ and they have this stone wall up, God says, See, I have given Jericho into your hands. You don't have to worry about going to people and talking to people about Christ because God already gets them ready for you to come. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. He already delivered them into your hands, which is why they're in front of you in the first place. Mm -hmm. You wonder why some people randomly come up to you and talk to you and tell you their whole life story and you just be in line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. God has delivered them into your hands. Mm. Now our job is to do what God say do with them. All right. Deconstruct their Jerichos. Mm. And he tells you and he, and, and he warns you. And I give Jericho over into your hands and its kings and mighty men of valor. It's not going to be an easy road. It's not going to be an easy way to do that. It's not going to be an easy win. But you're going to have to stay in Christ. Right. And listen to what God say do. To bring these people in. He said you shall march around the city. And all the men of war going around the city once. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times. And the priest shall blow the trumpets. And sometimes when you're dealing with yourself, 
Sometimes when you're dealing with yourself, you go around in circles. Trying to figure out what's going on. Right. Why am I going through this? What's happening to me? Right? Mm-hmm. He said, but you shall march around the city. All the men of war going around the city. Once. So when you are talking to somebody and, and you in Christ and you're trying to bring them to Christ, God says, walk around the city. Talk to them. Figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. Get to know them. He says, thus shall you do for six days. Mm-hmm. Stand in company. Don't leave the people. A lot of times we get to talking to people and then you, you'll talk to them once and, 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 they, and they really want to know about Christ and you just let them go. Mm-hmm. You don't give them a card to the church. You don't ever talk to them or give them a number to call or to get further information or give them a, 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 some kind of way to go. Mm-hmm. Just leave them. <laughs> leave them wondering. You end up leaving them in a worse state than they was when they came to you. Because yeah. now, on top of wanting Christ, they confuse. <laughs> they don't know where to go. They still have the want and don't know where to go with it. They came to you, and you just left them hanging. I pray for you. All right, then. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We have to do more. Right? Stay with them for a while. Talk to them. Get to know them. Let them get to know you. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the ark. Bring your best. And God is with you. Mm-hmm. Because he says, on the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priest shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a loud blast with the ram's horns, when you hear the sounds of the trumpets, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up, everyone, straight before him. If you listen to what God say do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and bring them to Christ the way he tells you to. Mm-hmm. The walls in which they have will fall. Mm-hmm. And then God said, then I can go straight in. That's right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's it. Right? Why do we need to knock down people's walls? So God can give them the plan of salvation. Exactly. They don't have that. Too many walls up. Okay. They didn't they didn't gave themselves and we do this too. We give up we put up walls and we and we mm-hmm. we don't let nobody in but we're not letting nothing out. Right. And when we do that there is no plan of salvation. You have created your own personal little salvation. This little cubby hole that you put yourself in. 
you don't realize this little cubby hole that you created for yourself is nothing but darkness. Yeah. And God want to break you out of that. That's right. Because you've been in your cubby hole so long mm -hmm. that you don't know that you're in bondage. And we've talked about this before. A lot of times we be in darkness and don't realize we're in darkness because we've been in darkness so long. One of the, a good example of that is when you wake up in the middle of the night and you get up to go get something to drink or use the bathroom or whatever the case may be. You don't turn on any lights. You just walk through the house. And it's dark, but your eyes adjust to the darkness. Yeah. And you never think, hey, maybe I need to turn the light on. You just... Find your way through the darkness. Right. Right? Because <laughs> right? yeah. right. you got comfortable in the darkness. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, hey, I think I need to turn the light on. Mm. Your eyes adjust to the darkness. You adjust to the darkness. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets and of rams, of ram's horns. Blowing these horns so you can hear a loud noise. Right? God says, all who has an ear to hear, let them hear. Mm -hmm. And he says that when they make a, a loud blast, the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with their great shout. And the walls will come falling down, flailing. And the people shall go up, everyone straight before them. Now, God gives you this plan of what's going to happen before it happens. He's letting you know if you do like I say do, it's going to go well. Following God's commandments... It'll go well with you. That's right. <laughs> right? So in 6 it says, So Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the Ark of the Lord. What does this mean? Now, you're getting seven priests and you have the Ark of the Covenant. Always take God with you and when you are witnessing to somebody, bring somebody. somebody with you. Right. Be out witnessing by yourself. Right? Right. Bring somebody with you. And take the Lord with you. Mm -hmm. He says, it takes up, he says, um, so Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the ark of the Lord. The armed men that's going around this city, they're about to knock these walls down. But before that, they have to go around and they have to pass the ark. Mm -hmm. There is no salvation without going to Christ first. Right? Right. While you going around, go see the Lord. Mm -hmm. 
As you bring in people to Christ, let them know about the Lord. A lot of people try to witness to people, and this is where confusion comes in there because you are witnessing to people without Christ in it. You're talking to people about coming to the Lord, but you're not mentioning the name of God. You're not mentioning Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And now people have this notion where they can come to God without going through Christ because they haven't heard about Christ. Right. They hear about God. Mm -hmm. God is a safe word. Mm -hmm. We're trying to go through God without Christ. Mm -hmm. We'll get you sent to hell. Mm -hmm. right. We know that because God tells us in the scriptures that if you don't, if you turn your back on my son, I turn my back on you. Right. Right? Right. So he says, and go, he says to the people, go forward. Go ahead and talk to him. And as you talk to him and you bring it, bring up Christ. Go around the city and let the armed men pass on before the ark of the Lord. And then he says in 8, and just as Joshua commanded the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the ram's horn before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets with the ark of the covenant of the Lord following them. Now, so you have these people who are talking about the Lord. Now, as we see this army, and remember what Joshua, remember when Joshua first started, he didn't want to do anything. He was all in stupor about Moses being dead. Right. God gave him a pep talk and he's been all in ever since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So anytime God is talking to Joshua, Joshua is right. We're going to do this. It might sound crazy to some people. God tell you, well, God, you go to your army. God told us to walk around the city. You know, once. <laughs> know. And then we're going to blow the horns. We'll get seven priests right. with the seven horns and we're going to blow. Mm -hmm. But see, this generation of people, mm -hmm. they don't question him. Right, mm -hmm. right. Have you noticed that between the people in the wilderness compared to these new people mm -hmm. with Joshua? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Whatever God say do, right. what Joshua tell them to do, this is what's going to happen. So they do. So he says, in 8, Joshua had commanded the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets with the horns, and he says, the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets. They went forward. And then it says, with the Ark of the Covenant, following them. The Ark of the Covenant was following them. Mm -hmm. You have the Lord behind you. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you fall. The Lord will catch you. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right? Anytime, anytime that you are trying to bring somebody to Christ and you're talking to Christ, Christ will back you. Mm -hmm. The Lord is with you. Always. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now he says, the armed men were walking before the priest who were blowing the trumpets. And the rear guard was walking after the ark. While the trumpets blew continually. 
You had somebody bringing up the rear behind the Ark of the Covenant. Mm -hmm. God is with you. The men are talking. The blowing the trumpets. Now, the trumpets blowing represents these people are talking to these people, bringing them to Christ. So you have the horns that are blowing. These people are talking scripture to these people. Mm -hmm. While the Ark of the Covenant is, Christ is in the background guiding all of this. That's right. Right? And the trumpets blew continually. It didn't stop. Ten, but Joshua commanded the people, You shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Everything that you say is about God. Ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. Don't put you in it because it's not about you. Mm -hmm. Too many times we bring up when we bring in people to Christ. You try to make it about yourself. Right. Shooting videos of you hugging people, praying for folks, laying hands, people dropping out on the floor. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. Right. <laughs> That's right. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. Joshua tells them, I don't want to hear y'all say nothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. The only time I want to hear a shout is when this is done. Mm -hmm. That's it. Which means after you bring somebody to Christ, the only time you need to, God needs to hear your voice is when you are praising him for saving this person. Right. <laughs> That's it. This is all about evangelizing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. He says, At the end of it, you shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any, any word go out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout, then you shall shout. Mm -hmm. 11 says, So he caused the ark of the, of the Lord to circle the city, Going about it once. Mm -hmm. Right? So as you go around, you got the Ark of the Covenant going around. Mm -hmm. Which means as I'm talking as I'm um, talking to you and bringing you to Christ, I'm doing it in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. It says, and they came into the camp. They came into the camp and spent the night in the camp. And this is when you are going into prayer for folks. Once you leave a person, go into prayer for them. Right? You're bringing them to Christ. You you, you didn't gave them word. They mm -hmm. are listening. And they want to hear more. Once you leave them, you can ready to go to bed at night. Pray for them. Pray that God keep working with them. Pray that God keeps working on their heart. Okay. Right? Remove any obstacles mm -hmm. that are causing them to stumble. Pray for them. 12 says, Then Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the ark of the Lord. Everything, see, what you see is nothing is done without the ark of the covenant. That's right. right. Mm -hmm. 
everything that they're doing mm -hmm. has the Lord involved. Mm -hmm. So once you wake up in the morning and after you pray at night for them people, you're praying in Jesus' name. You, you're talking to them. You're talking about Christ, right? Mm -hmm. You wake up and you get back with them. We're talking Christ. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to hear worldly stuff. They already dealt with that. The reason they're talking to you is because they're tired of work. Yeah. We get too worldly with people. Too worldly with people. The reason they came to you is because they're tired of the world. Right. Why come out of the world if everything that you're doing is in the world? Mm. Mm -hmm. Right? So Joshua rose early in the morning and the priest took up the Ark of the Covenant of the, of the Lord. 13 says, And the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of, of ram horn before the ark of the Lord walked on, and they blew the trumpets continually. And the armed men were walking before them, and the rear guards was walking after the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets blew continually. Everything is a continual basis. When we are bringing people to Christ, and we are evangelizing to people, and we... Uh, want them to get into Christ, it's a continual thing. You don't just stop. Right. Even in our own lives, you don't get to a point where, well, I read the whole Bible, I know everything now. Right. <laughs> wow. Right? No, you. it's a continual thing. Right. You keep your horns blowing. Mm -hmm. You don't stop. Right. That's why God tells us when we pray, pray continually. Pray continually. Right? That's right. Nothing stops. 14 says, in the second day, they marched around the city once and returned it to the camp. So they did for six days. It's funny because I know everybody in Jericho was looking like, what is going on? <laughs> you know? Right. And when you bring people to Christ, they they kind of confuse you. They you because when you are talking Christ to people, once they get through talking to you, they're confused. Mm -hmm. They are. I mean, mm -hmm. because they they're gonna understand what you're saying, but they're not gonna understand what it all means. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And what it all means for them in their life. They're gonna right. have questions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's how it is. When you get new members, even in the church, you know, we start talking to them about different things. And once the service is over, even though the service was great, even the explanations were good, they still got questions, they still confused. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. Right? That's the way it is. It's just the way it is. Because, and God designed it that way, so they will have to seek the Lord for themselves mm -hmm. if they really, truly want it. Right. Our job is to introduce this. Right. Okay. You see? Right. We mm -hmm. introduce you to Christ. Right. And see, I, once I introduce you to Christ, then my job after that is to show you how to stay in Christ. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's up to you to take the tools that I show you with and mm -hmm. use them. That's right. To further your education in Christ. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Mm -hmm. So the second day they marched around the city once and returned it to the camp. 
So they did for six days. And then on the seventh day, they rose early at dawn, at the dawn of day, and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. Why did they go all out on the seventh time, on the seventh day, doing the seventh thing? And when you think about it from a standpoint of bringing somebody to Christ, this is the aha moment for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's complete. Right. And they had this aha moment like I understand now right. I right. get it mm -hmm. so what happens when they get it 15 says on the seventh day they rose early at dawn at the dawn of day and it's like right at that dawn of day thing right before the morning like right before it's, it gets real hot but it's still kind of dark mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's right. right at the dawn it says they marched around, and, 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 and that's when God comes to you. You know, God comes to you in the wee hours of the night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In your midnight hour, when right. you really need Him. Mm -hmm. And this is when God starts talking to you. Mm -hmm. He says, it was only on that day when they marched around the city seven times. In 16, it says, and at the seventh, at the seventh time, when the priests had blown the trumpet, Joshua said to the people, Shout for the Lord has given you the city. Mm. Amen. Can you imagine bringing somebody to Christ mm -hmm. and they come to church and they finally get it and then they say to the pastor that's preaching that day, I want the plan of salvation mm -hmm. and they want to be in Christ and the pastor prays for them and he says to them those same words, I have given you the city. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> the Lord has finally given you the city. Mm. Now you have the kingdom of God in you. That's mm. it. We talked about this earlier. See, this is how you have God in you. Mm -hmm. And this is how, you, you know, you always hear people say, most of the people that say this, they're really not even in Christ at all. Mm -hmm. I'll have to go to church because the church is down in me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But what kind of church is in you? Mm -hmm. If you haven't been to church, right. what church is in you? Right. Hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. the, the scriptures say, he says, um, the um, eunuch says, how can I know if nobody teaches? Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Which means, so, somebody has to teach you to put that kingdom in you. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? So you have to have that. You can't just say, I'm walking around with the kingdom in me and I know you a mess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this is, whatever kingdom in you is not God's. Yeah. Mm. 
So at the end, he said, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Mm. The Lord has given you the city. That is a powerful statement to have. Yeah. 17 says, And the city and all that is within it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Mm. So this means that you have let God in, and God is about to deconstruct you, and you are about to be reborn a new creature. Yes. It says, Only Rahab this prostitute and all of who are with her in, the, in her house shall live, because she hid the messengers whom we sent. Mm. Rahab. Rahab. How does Rahab fit in all of this? Mm -hmm. Talking about bringing somebody to Christ. Rahab was a prostitute. Mm -hmm. Rahab represents the old you. Right. Right? Right. It tells you the old you and all of everything that came with the old you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? It says, all of them shall live. Because she hid the messengers whom we sent. Now, how does the old you still live in the new you? Mm -hmm. The old you lives in you as a testimony. That's right. The old you is the testimony. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's how we have to use the old you. Mm -hmm. We don't go back to our old ways. Right. But we talk about the old things that we did as a testimony to who we are now. That's right. You see? Yes. 18 says, But you keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction. That's when you have devoted them, you take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing for destruction and bring trouble unto it, upon it. So, He's telling you to all of these old things that's in you. It says, keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction. So God is going to come into you and reconstruct and deconstruct all of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And he's going to make you a new creature. And he says, and stay away from all of that old stuff. It's still there. Yeah. Use it as a testimony. Right. But don't become the old stuff that you used to be. That's right. 19 says, But all silver and gold and every vessel of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. Everything about you now, God is going to fix and make new. It's all gold and silver to God. And He's going to fix it all up. So everything in you is a treasure to God. Yes. Everything in you, everything about you, you are holy to God. You are His treasure. Right. Right. 20 says, so the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. The people shouted and the trumpets were blown. So what does that tell you? That means that you have taken on this thing. You have made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. And you have asked God to come into your life and fix it. And he says in 20, he says, so the people shouted and the trumpets were blown. And as soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout. 
and the wall fell down flat. That's it. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your walls will come tumbling down. That's right. So that the people went into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Ain't that something? Yes. yes. yes now looking at it from Jericho's point of view, and, 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 and the people in Jericho, they had this wall, this impenetrable city that's been here for centuries. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's an old city. It's one of the oldest cities in the world. Mm -hmm. And God allowed the walls to come tumbling down. And you think about Jericho being one of the oldest cities in the world. And then you think about Egypt and how, Jesus, how God did Egypt. And, and he's taking all of these Middle Eastern powerhouse mm -hmm. places mm -hmm. and just destroy them. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah. And just destroy them. Destroy them. Right. Pick them apart. So in in 21 it says then they devoted all of the city to destruction both men and the women, the young and the old, the oxen, the sheep, the donkeys, with the edge of the sword. And the thing is, when you are being made a new creature, everything about your old life has to go. Yes. It has to go. Yes. All the way down to the minute details. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we are keep the minute details and those be the main things that are causing the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you sweep it clean. Yeah, yeah I, I stopped dealing with everything, but I do got this one person that I used to talk to. They ain't no problem. They ain't no problem. Mm -hmm. yeah. They the problem. They, they the problem. problem. I know they the problem because that's the only thing you didn't let go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. 22 says, but to the two men who had spied in the land, Joshua said, go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belong to her. Mm -hmm. As you swore to her. Mm -hmm. Right? And then it says, so the young men who had been spies went into went in and brought out Rahab. And her father and her mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought her all, all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. So they had to go inside of the walls, go get her mm -hmm. and her family mm -hmm. and pull her and put her on the outside of the walls. So this is the part of you that God has delivered. Mm -hmm. And he is pulling this deliverance, this part that you wanted to keep. Your old life, he takes it out of you. Mm -hmm. And he puts it on the outside of the camp. Now, it's still in you, but it's your testimony. And it sits all by itself as a testimony. Mm -hmm. The only way it can do any damage is if you take it and put it back in the city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Twenty-four, and this is how we end up going back to our old ways. Mm 
Mm -hmm. Go outside the city, you grab all this old stuff and bring it back into the city, mm -hmm. and then you got the same problem you had before God deconstructed everything. Mm. Wow. 24, and they burned the city with fire and everything in it. Now, when we burn the city with fire, that is showing that's the Holy Spirit. Mm. The fire of the Holy Spirit is in you and it is burning like right. fire shed up in your bones. Right. Okay. You see? Mm hmm. And he says, and everything in it, only the silver and gold and the vessels of the bronze and the iron, they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab, the prostitute of her father's household and all her belongings, Joshua was saved alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your testimony is still there. Mm -hmm. God burned everything. The Holy Spirit is in there doing his thing. Sweeping out your insides, right? Mm -hmm. Sweeping you out, cleaning you out with your testimony sitting off to the side. Mm -hmm. And God only kept the silver and gold part of you. Everything else had to go. That's it. I keep your testimony, but all this other mess that you was doing, all this drinking, cussing, clowning, Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Smoking, all that stuff got to go. Right. Mm. That's it. It's got to go. And it says, but Rahab the prostitute in 25, and her father's house, household, and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive, and she lived in Israel to this day, because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Mm. Why did God let all of this, why did God allow this testimony to survive? Here's why. When God, why does God let this testimony survive? Because the messengers that he sent to you, you listened. Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. So the people that when God sends sends somebody to you, God rewards them for listening to you. Twenty-six says Joshua laid an oath on them at that time, saying, Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds this city, Jericho. Mm. Once God has torn down your Jericho. Keep it down. Leave it alone. God does a lot of work in us. And it's a constant work. All the way until we pass. Yeah. Don't rebuild Jericho. Right. For what? Because you'll be back deconstructing it. All over again. Yeah. At the cost of the firstborn shall he lay its foundation. At the cost of the firstborn shall lay its foundation. And at the cost of his young son shall he set up its gates. 
everything goes back to Jesus Christ. At the cost of his firstborn and at the cost of his son. The gates will be set up. And it says, so the Lord, in 27, was with Joshua and his fame was in all the land. And when you come to Christ, it tells you that God is with you and the angels celebrate. Right. Amen? Amen. So in this deconstruction process with Joshua, we saw how they tore down this city in this war. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when you look at yourself and you are bringing somebody to Christ, and even when you're dealing with yourself, once those walls come tumbling down, don't allow those walls to get rebuilt. Mm -hmm. Keep that part of you that God has taken out of the city as your testimony. And don't pull that back into the city. Right. Because that's going to cause the walls to be rebuilt. Mm -hmm. And the only way you can keep that deconstruction is to make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Yes. And stay away from the things that you really have no you have no place with. Yeah. Stay out of those bad places. You came to Christ in the first place because you didn't like how your life was going. Right. You didn't like how the way it was leading you. Right. Now you have the Holy Spirit leading you. Mm -hmm. Right. Let it go. Let it go. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for allowing us to see Joshua. And we thank you for allowing us to see how we can deconstruct ourselves and our lives through you. And as you come into our hearts and our minds and our souls, Father, we just ask that you keep that deconstruction. Allow us to use our testimony to help others and to keep those walls down where you can keep us clean. Father, we thank and praise your name in the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ. We pray and say amen. Stay amen. blessed and faithful. Amen.